Welcome to the East City Wesleyan Church podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you would like to learn more about East City Wesleyan Church, please go to ecw.org.nz for more information. Now, here's your podcast. Well, I uh, still remember the day when uh, we got our first television set. And uh, I was um, eight years old, and the television set was a clipper brand. And it had a beautiful polished mahogany case, that was the case in the 1960s, and uh, spindly legs with a 21-inch screen. And our new television set sat pride of place in our lounge. And so my younger brother and sister and I, we watched uh, The Adventures of Robin Hood and uh, Petticoat Junction and Lassie and Bonanza and Huckleberry Hound, all in glorious black and white. (laughs) Now, here in New Zealand, uh, we had a a good variety of... uh, children's television programs. But we didn't have any of the 900, 900 episodes of Mr. Rogers' Neighbourhood, which broadcast on American television for over 30 years, from 1968 to 2001. And I know there are some strong supporters here in the congregation just trying to think who they are. I've got Christian Marsha, of course. Christian too, that's right. Who will well remember Mr Rogers' programmes. Now, the host of the television programme, Fred Rogers, was a Presbyterian minister. And he was a very thoughtful evangelist who designed and wrote and presented all these creative programmes. And they were, they were aimed or they were targeted at children uh, with the purpose of helping children understand and navigate the ups and the downs of life and how to deal positively with their feelings. Time magazine. Time magazine said this movie, A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood, about Fred Rogers and his work, was one of the ten best movies of 2019. Watch this introduction. Fred Rogers always sings the song, Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Please, would you be my neighbour? And so this this threefold question about being a neighbour is very much the theme song of each of his programmes. And specifically, that's an invitation to be a neighbour. And in a very real way, of course, it's a purposeful echo of the scripture that was so uh, well read to us this morning of Jesus' encounter with an expert of the law who was trying to test him, trying to test Jesus. Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus replied, what is written in the law and how do you read it? And the the lawyer answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbour as yourself. To which he replied, 
Jesus replied, you have answered correctly, do this and you will live. But then the, the teacher of the law wanted to sort of justify himself, so he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Now, in effect, Jesus kind of denies the, the teacher of the law what he wants, a sort of a rule to follow. And uh, nor does he offer a, a neat definition of neighbor to apply like kind of a blueprint. Instead, what does Jesus do? Well, he tells a story. He tells a story and he invites his listener to be a good neighbor. Something that will continue uh, acting on the imagination long after their conversation and in turn shape his heart. So it's a very creative response to a practical question. Who is my neighbor? And it's similar to Mr. Rogers' Neighbourhood TV show, which influenced millions of children and adults for so many years. And the central biblical theme of the children's program was always about embodying the story of the Good Samaritan. So Fred Rogers continually offered a model and practical examples to children of what it looks like to be a good neighbour and the need to love our neighbours, you know, as ourselves. Now, a key creative angle in this movie is the encounter that a very cynical journalist uh, by the name of Lloyd Vogel has with Fred Rogers. And it's based on a true incident in the late 1990s. Lloyd Vogel, an investigative journalist from Esquire magazine, whose editor asks him to do a short profile on Mr. Rogers as part of a hero series they are publishing. Now, Vogel is a seasoned uh, investigative journalist, hard-hitting for whom interviewing Mr. Rogers from the children's program doesn't really appeal at all. In fact, the world that Lloyd Vogel inhabits is an unfriendly neighbourhood. Vogel has seen his share of ugly days in ugly neighbourhoods. He's not really concerned about his neighbour. Not for a long time. Maybe not since his alcoholic father ran out on him and his mother and sister. He doesn't write about anything beautiful because he is still processing so much of his past. And despite having a caring wife and a newborn son, beautiful things, for Lloyd Vogel, mostly belong in make-believe realms filled with cardboard castles and talking tigers like the one on Mr. Rogers' TV show. Lloyd is cynical and doubting as he reluctantly goes to meet Mr. Rogers. In the scene and throughout the movie with extended interaction with Mr. Rogers, Lloyd Vogel unpacks his past wounds and pain to the point where he experiences healing and finds freedom that comes from forgiving his father who had hurt him so badly. It starts in the scene where we've uh, just seen 
we're using a, a tent illustration. Fred helps children to understand that even when adults make plans, it uh, doesn't always turn out as we sometimes hope. We often need assistance and help. So Fred Rogers takes seriously the opportunity of getting to know Lloyd Vogel, the cynical journalist. In fact, his love, his uh, listening ear, and words of wisdom are the catalyst for a whole transformation. Skeptic becomes a believer. A doubter becomes uh, different, all because a Presbyterian minister who uses puppets and kids' TV show for a pulpit spends time with him. Now, while Mr Rogers and his long-running television ministry might be new to most New Zealanders, the movie is really a very powerful testimony of an ordained minister working hard to embrace and embody and promote Christian truth uh, using this medium of television to influence children's lives. Now for me, having watched the movie, actually I saw it uh, the Monterey there in 2019, and a year earlier, in fact I think I was on a flight back to New Zealand in 2018, there was a documentary um, on uh, the life of Fred Rogers called Won't You Be My Neighbour, which incidentally became the top-earning biographical documentary of all time. I really am quite astounded by Mr Rogers' ministry. Now, even if you haven't seen the movie or the documentary, I want to offer three brief applications for us here today that can be drawn out from the life and the ministry of Mr. Rogers in this movie. And they're based on three words. Integrity, inspiration, and intentionality. First, integrity. Watch this clip where journalist Lloyd Vogel is suggesting that Fred Rogers plays a character on the show different from who he is in real life. Lloyd Vogel assumes that, uh, like so much on television, Mr Rogers is just playing a certain role. In other words, he's insinuating that Mr Rogers is an actor. And as a journalist, he's trying to get below the surface and uh, see if he can, in fact, dig any dirt on Mr Rogers. But what he finds is that Mr Rogers is Mr Rogers at home, on TV, meeting people, at church, shopping, and in, you know, interacting with a wide variety of people. There was no character versus real life. And the TV program, in fact, was an accurate picture of Reverend Fred Rogers' real life values and character and beliefs. In other words, Fred Rogers was a person of integrity, and such integrity flowed out from his Christian convictions. And you know, more than knowledge, more than talent, more than even a network of loving family and friends, to leave a, posit a truly positive impact in this world, you have to have integrity. Something our, our current uh, election campaign has thrown up in all sorts of vivid ways. The, the character and the, the integrity of our politicians is so important. Now, while the movie does a kind of a once-over lightly of Mr Rogers' uh, you know, Christian convictions, there is 
mention of his uh, daily praying for people and reading the Bible. It was foundational to Fred Rogers' life and witness. So the same for us, isn't it? You know, integrity doesn't just mean that we're a good person, it means we are God's person and that we do things God's way. We choose to be influenced and shaped by the Bible teaching and Christian theology. That's why we're here. You want to see things change in our community, in our nation, in our world, then we must live lives of Christian integrity. A second word to describe Fred Rogers is inspiration. Inspiration. No, Fred Rogers wasn't perfect, but he did choose to make uh, every day count. And he disciplined himself to do a number of things daily to help be, him be the person that you know, he wanted to become. Daily scripture readings, I mentioned prayer, praying for others and taking a deliberate interest and focus in the lives of people who were often broken. Incidentally, Fred Rogers um, ate well and exercised well too. Like uh, John Wesley, uh, Fred was meticulous about fresh air and exercising. In Fred Rogers' case, it was swimming every day. He didn't smoke or drink. He ensured he had good sleep. And later in life, he became a vegetarian. He said he couldn't eat anything that had a mother. Um, he, stayed, <laughs> he stayed in the word of God and on his knees. A remarkably disciplined life. So Fred Rogers lived with a clear awareness of what God had called him to do, to live out the gospel in his own life and this creative ministry that he'd established on television uh, and especially touching and influencing the lives of children. Paul puts it like this in the letter to the Ephesian Christians. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. There's no greater joy about knowing how we can inspire others through the inspiration that God gives us. Again, I think an illustration of that inspiration, Fred Rogers was a person of integrity, uh, but he inspired and he was always so intentional about what he wanted to do with his Christian conviction and how that played out in uh, the ministry around him. And that previous quote too there about Mrs Rogers saying, uh, about uh, her husband, not a saint, but he worked hard at being Christian. What an encouragement indeed to us. So integrity, inspiration, intentionality. Something for us to remember. Well, with Christ as our example and the Holy Spirit to bless us, we can choose to live this way and to truly make uh, an impact, uh, a beautiful day uh, in our very neighbourhood. So Jesus' teaching of the Good Samaritan always has eternal reference for you, relevance uh, and reference for you and me. So what's the Holy Spirit prompting you about today in terms of being a good neighbour? Think of a practical example that you might play out today or this very week.